0: This is Irrational Confidence, a conversation about sports, technology, and entertainment. I don't, I don't know how you want to start. I'm out of practice starting. This is a podcast. Yes, it is. This is our podcast. Welcome. To...
1: <laughs> our podcast. We're out of practice. <laughs> we you know we're not only out of practice, but we said we used all our good shit before we started recording. We did. We We, we, we had about 5 minutes of just stellar it was, banter. It was classic Aircon pod stuff. It just uh, with what such ideas as uh, a a new sitcom for mm-hmm. television involving uh, a a pharmacist, a big town pharmacist mm-hmm. uh, moving back to his his small town roots. Um, and the and the problems that ensue yeah uh, uh, what was the name of that enon knights enon knights yes 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 uh classic i mean I, I could just see that right away uh getting getting a 22 episode uh pickup when are we by, filming the pilot <laughs> you know what i think it doesn't take much to film a pilot these days uh it's it's the other stuff i guess the actual like hell they ordered one for yeah.
0: constantine
1: hey we're gonna get to that and <laughs> you shut your mouth <laughs> Uh, what else, what else, what else was funny that we're not going to be funny anymore? Um, about? we said a lot of offensive things. Oh yes. made fun. Um, of- we talked about, uh, we made fun of Miami
0: Vice. Miami Vice. Yeah. Um, Magnum PI. Uh, my dad and I, before, uh, the tonight at dinner, my dad and I had a discussion about Elvis, the alligator from Miami Vice.
1: So yeah. And I said, I really, uh, Miami Vice kind of flew by me. It was, it was kind of before my time. I missed the I missed the boat, literally.
0: Missed. The cigarette I missed the cigarette you missed boat the on that. <laughs> boat. <laughs> that Ferrari has driven away.
1: Oh, gone far, far away. <sighs> uh, but we have some some stuff that's in the here and now. We do. We had I got I got two whole pages
0: of stuff here. Holy balls! All right, go for it. Um, have you heard about this uh, this fellow that plays the baseballs? The Alex Rodriguez. I've heard something
1: of him. Uh he's from Mexico? No. No, not. Nah, <laughs> I don't no, think no, no, no. so. I think he's from Miami. Oh uh, okay. Oh, he's from the he's
0: he's a expatriate. Yeah, he's an expat. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh your friend of mine, uh uh enemy of the show, Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, very much enemy of the show. Yeah. Current a, teammate of Jacoby Ellsbury.
1: Not only uh, he's not only a president of the douchebag of the year club. He's, he's also, also a, a client.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, everybody knows about it, but we'll recap it. Alex Rodriguez was suspended for all of 2014 after he appealed his initial suspension. Uh, it was reduced from 211 games down to 162. Which, hey, that's the number of games are they play in a regular season. Well, it's um, funny how that kind of works out. Isn't that out. weird? Math. 162. Wow. What, the, a, what, a, the, what a coincidence. What a coinky dink. The more you know. The more you know. Um, <laughs> uh, he's not eligible to play in the 2014 playoffs, uh, but he has filed suit against the MLB and, for some reason, the Players Union or the Players Association. Wow. Which baffles my mind. Weren't eyes. they. Yeah, weren't they on his side? Weren't they trying to help him? Yeah. Yeah. They okay. were like legally obligated to help defend him. Yeah. And uh, and now he's suing them. Awesome. Like, that's what you do. And he says that his ban is wholly unjustifiable. Wow. So. Alrighty then. I don't so, think we're going to see him in pinstripes again.
1: So he is suspended all next year. All of next year. All they of 3, don't 4, have 5. to pay him, right? I mean, he's think still, they have to he's pay still him. out. But he's still owed because it's guaranteed contract. So he's still mm. owed whatever he's owed, right? For the next however long he's still under contract, right? Yeah, A hundred some million, I guess or... so.
0: I'm they not 100% just... sure how that works.
1: Mm. Because, I mean, he's still guaranteed his money. They just don't have to pay him, I guess, this sh- while he's not playing. Uh, I'm sure
0: like any of those like playing incentives, like if you hit X number mm. of home runs or anything, all that's off the table, obviously. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure he's not going to get any home runs next year.
1: Yeah, it's be yeah. kind of difficult. Yeah, it's uh, tough when you're not playing. You know. Yeah, when you're a douchebag.
0: Yeah. So what he's, if, only, he's what what other only of other kind of incentives. Hmm? If
1: they if they had an in, if he had an incentive in there for being a big, hairy douchebag. Oh, he'd be on top of that one. Yeah, he would be collecting. I
0: thought he was pretty smooth. and He's not so hairy.
1: <laughs> well, you know, not not to the public's eyes. Hmm. You know He's more of
0: a douchebag than Derek Jeter.
1: You know what, I've kind of, over the years, like, I've kind of warmed up to Jarek Jeter, or not necessarily warmed up to him, but just kind of like, yeah, you know, he's not such a bad guy. He's a good baseball player.
0: I, I begrudgingly respect him.
1: Yeah, I think, I think I feel the same way. It's just like, you know, you know, he's a baller, you know, he can, I've heard he that. can play, you know, <laughs> he, uh, you got to respect his game. I mean, I do respect, I his think, game. I think, and I think more it's come as it's kind of separated itself with. You know, obviously when the, the Yankees were have been good the last few years, Red Sox were in the shithole and vice versa now uh it hasn't been so much of that heated rivalry. Mm-hmm. You can kind of start to disassociate a little bit, uh, and appreciate his game for what it is, you know, apart from having to continually root against him. Uh I'm just you know, in the playoffs. Right now. Yeah, I I mean, it's just it's just funny seeing where that franchise is. It's yeah,
0: just, they're in a weird spot still.
1: The, it, it, and honestly the entire New York sports scene is, is pretty awful the Knicks are terrible uh, the Giants the Jets I mean it's what about the it's
0: a, uh, the, the it's a pretty Nets.
1: sad it's pretty sad state of affairs oh they're terrible <laughs> they're, oh they're awful they get a cool they're logo they awful they're not only all, really you like that yeah I kind of like it it's a B and a, and a circle
0: yeah it's
1: classic okay uh, or an N and a B an N and a circle uh, I don't know I like, how they do I like like Jay-Z Uh, yeah, they're pretty terrible and they're not only terrible, but they traded away all their draft picks for two old ass mofos that used to play for the Celtics who, you know, I love the Celtics and I love those old ass mofos, but I'm happy to say peace out. And who who were the old
0: ass? It was Larry Bird and Uh, Kevin McHale.
1: Yes, clearly. Yes. Wow. Right on. Nail, nail head you, um, (laughs) those are the only ones I know. Uh, Kevin Garnett
0: and oh, okay. Paul Pierce. Him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know those guys. So the, I mean, I don't uh, know them, know them. But. <laughs> I don't know them. They wouldn't say that they knew me. Okay.
1: Um, uh, so, they, yeah, they're really old, and they're not really playing well at all because they're old and they can't play, And but they traded for them, and we get like a lot of their really good draft picks over the next five years, which is awesome. For the Celtics and less than awesome for the Nets, Um. But hey, they have a really nice uh arena and I'm sure their ticket prices are obscene.
0: Oh, but it's astronomical.
1: So, there you go. And I'm sure they have they play really good music at the arena, but other than that, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. And Jason Kidd is their coach and he's terrible. Jason
0: Kidd.
1: You know, he uh, he played for the he played for the Nets years ago.
0: That's right. I I he's remember
1: kind of like that. him. He's kind of like that albino looking motherfucker. I mean, he's not, he's not like, he's not like full powder, but (laughs) he's, he's pretty, he's pretty white for a black guy. That movie was terrible. Um, powder. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think it was very good. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's in that, right? Uh, I I don't know. I I only saw it
0: once, but I did see it in the theater.
1: You saw powder in the theater. Wow. Yep. Don't, don't. I think uh, I went
0: on a date. Don't ever say that again. Don't I also ever. took a, hey, believe that. it or not, I took a you're gonna love this. I took a date when I was in high school, I took a date to see Gettysburg. Oh my gosh. And there were there were like people dressed up in civil war costumes. Why didn't you date more again? Um
1: I, I think know. I just
0: explained that. <laughs> <laughs> now oh. I go to now I'm married and go to the movies by myself. <laughs> That's
1: true. I was gonna say th- say, like, I don't remember the last time you we went to see a movie with Aaron. <laughs> It's you always middle. go by yourself in the middle. In the middle of the day in is the best. You go to you go to like the twelve o'clock show. Honey, I'm going to go see Frozen. Oh gosh, middle of the fucking day. Yep. All right, no, twelve right, o'clock's so, uh, too late. You got to
0: get like the ten thirty. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Wow, uh, it's it's so early. You get the fresh popcorn. Yeah, because I got to hit Taco Bell on the way home. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts
0: just uh, thinking about you. So yeah, a rod. Uh, Oh yeah. Um, so A-Rod is. so A Rod is suspended. He's suing, mean, but I don't know. We'll see okay. how that turns out. Um, more baseball news. The uh, we got some new uh members of the uh major league baseball hall of fame. Oh, okay. We've got three new members. I know you're terribly excited about all these guys. Okay. Got- uh,
1: not really because I think the I think the process to get people into the Hall of Fame is absolutely retard balls. It is a hundred percent retard balls. You're
0: a hundred percent correct about that.
1: 100% of the time, it's retard balls 100% of
0: the time. That's exactly right. Um, but they did vote three guys in. Uh, Greg Maddox, uh, he had oh, some great numbers. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, he had true. a three-point... Did, did, what?
1: Did, didn't they let his, bo- his buddy in, too? Tom didn't Glavin. Let,
0: yeah, okay. Yeah. He's, he's
1: the other guy? Okay.
0: Yeah, those two guys got in. They got good numbers. Um, Maddox's numbers are pretty, pretty significantly better, but they're both really good. Um, they both played for, um, Atlanta. Um, they were both mostly NL guys. Um, and, uh, Frank Thomas, who was a first baseman designated hitter for the White Sox. Oh for a yeah. Long time. Frank Thomas. Yeah. The the big hurt. The big hurt. He, uh, he had some really good numbers. He had, you, imp- you impressed that I knew that. I am impressed that you knew that. Um, uh, but yeah, he deserved, I mean, he had great numbers. He had three Oh one average and over 500 home runs. And I mean, he's just he definitely deserved it. The one that people are talking about that probably deserved it, but didn't get in by only like a handful of votes was Craig Biggio. Listen to these numbers. This is insane. Now his average is only 281. Like, and I say that like only 281, like I could hit, you know, a baseball. Um, but he had almost 11,000 at bats. He had, uh, eight over 1800 runs over 3000 hits, almost 300 home runs, and drove in almost twelve hundred RBIs. I mean, that's, that's a pretty what good was his, career. What was his average? Uh, his average was two eighty one. So he's only wow. twenty points shy of three hundred.
1: Yeah. See, you know, I hope one day at the end of my life, as I look back on it, that somebody says, "You know what? He he performed performed pretty well in that in that sales job. He hit his goals maybe about thirty percent of the time." Would they fire that's, you? Let's put me in the hall of fame. Let's put him in the hall of fame. Would they fire yeah. you? Yeah, they would fire yeah. me. Yes. They would fire me for, for hitting my numbers 30% of the time.
0: If I but, hit my number thirty percent of the time, somebody would be dead. Trust. Yeah. Um, but he did he's uh But he gets to go to the Hall of Fame, so he, there you go. No, he didn't get in. Oh. Uh he was a few votes short maybe next year. But um uh, the cool thing wow, about it wow. is he was on like the the or I guess you could say Pedroia was on the Craig Biggio plane. He was drafted by the Astros in '87, and he played his entire career there. So that's kind Ooh. of and that was when they stank. When the Astros stank, yes, because now they're well, they're they really still good. stink, but um, uh, they were better than they are now, but not now, 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 now. Okay, so not, there you go. Baseball was, then, was like then. That was then. But this is now. This is now now.
1: Cool. So baseball guys, old baseball dudes in the Hall of Fame. Awesome. Happy for them. Yep. Happy for all their success. Yep. Yep. Baseball. Speaking of baseball. Speaking of baseball. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but this got me really excited. Um, so in for, for uh, video games mm-hmm. and for, for Major League Baseball. You know, it's always been 2K Sports has been the uh, distributor for the, the Major League Baseball games. I know you've been uh, an owner of a few of these titles. Am I correct?
0: Yeah, you got you got your 2K Sports and you got your MLB The Show. Okay, well,
1: uh, 2K Sports has canceled its Major League Baseball video game series. What? Uh, so it says, I've got an article here that says, hot on the heels of news that 2K Sports canceled its Major League Baseball video game series. Major League Baseball Advanced Media announced the return of a classic. It will revive the hit 1980s video game, RBI Baseball. Awesome. Yes. The original game was released in 1986 for the original Nintendo. Yes. But RBI Baseball 14 will debut in the spring for use on multiple platforms for current and next generation consoles, smartphones, and tablets.
0: That's sweet. How badass
1: would that be on the iPad? That would be super badass on the iPad. RBI Baseball on the iPad. Oh, that made my
0: uh, whole
1: night right there. RBI Baseball is the first console game ever licensed by the Players Association it, so it could actually use MLB players' names. The game didn't use team nicknames or logos, though, since it wasn't licensed by Major League Baseball mm-hmm. and had to list each team by city. <laughs> wow. Unreal. Un, unreal. I saw that and I just got so happy. That's so so that, look for that in the spring. We'll have a review of that, but... uh that could be a really cool title for uh, for video game consoles. But I think uh, more so for uh, the tablets, I think it'd be a fun, a fun game for to play on the iPad. Very much so. So uh, get excited about that, Nicholas. I
0: am excited about that.
1: Yeah. Look, at, feel these nipples. Wow. Wow. There you go. Mm. That that just happened. Mm. Uh with the nice transition there from your <laughs> nipples to Jennifer Lawrence's nipples, <laughs> uh, we need to talk about the Golden Globes.
0: Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna defer to you because not only did we completely not talk about the Golden Globes or, or yes. do our bet, but uh, I didn't watch it. I was yes. watching. Uh, um, go ahead. You were watching what? I was watching uh, the classic film A Little Princess <laughs> with my daughter. I instead. never saw
1: that. A little princess.
0: Yeah, is that on Netflix? is that on Netflix? It's on Amazon Instant. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Would you Sounds like great. me to put a link to this?
1: No, no, that's okay. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, however, watch. Um, gosh, what is it? I watched some fairy tale, some fairy princess, Tink Tinkerbell or something on Netflix with um, with uh, with the the friend of the show, Chris uh, Chris's uh, girls when they came to visit. No, which um, one? There's like five of them. Oh my god. Really? Is it a Tinker was it, it's like Tinkerbell the movie or something? Was it
0: Tinkerbell or was it Tinkerbell and the Great Fairy Rescue? Uh or? it was the one
1: okay, so Tinkerbell like this girl finds out about fairies and her dad like she's in she's like British. Yeah, that's Great the,
0: Fairy Rescue.
1: And and uh and her dad like catalogs butterflies. Yeah. It doesn't have time for her. And he gets video in the jar. Yes. And takes yes. her to the
0: yeah. That's Great Fairy Rescue.
1: It's uh, surprisingly rewatchable, although I haven't
0: rewatched it. It's pretty good. I I see the I see the replay value there. Uh, I think I've seen that movie about three thousand times.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Uh, Also, a friend of the show, Tim's daughter, uh, had I think he had said she she had seen the show about twelve times, and literally, you had to like pry uh, the TV from her cold dead hands, uh, because she like, couldn't walk away from it. That seems extreme. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was oh like, it's just funny. Cause it, you know, it's that look like, Oh my God, what's going to happen next. And it's like, you've seen it 12 times, but you couldn't take her away from the television. It was funny. Kid, kids are hilarious. Oh,
0: they do. They like, they'll get on something and they got to watch it over and over and over. and over. Okay. So the golden gloves, golden
1: I got to reel you in, bro. Yeah, you Uh, did. I did not watch a lot of this. Okay. Um, and I'll, you know, we obviously, we did not talk about that. So I think a lot of it had to do with, you know, everyone's touting this is like one of the best years for movies. And I just feel like I missed the boat on it because I really haven't seen, I honestly haven't seen any of the movies that were nominated, any of the five movies that were nominated for best motion picture drama. I hadn't seen, uh, see hadn't, seen hadn't seen, any of the five movies nominated for best motion picture comedy or musical. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I've been out of the, out of the game in terms of the movies, um, but it uh, looks like Dallas Buyers Club did pretty well. American Hustle got some awards. Um, 12 Years a Slave won for Best Motion Picture Drama. Mm-hmm. Um, down at the TV end, I know you'll be happy to, to hear that Brooklyn Nine-Nine won. Of course it did. For it's uh, hilarious. Yes. So there you go. I'm, <coughs> I'm slowly working through that. And uh, um, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad cleaned up as you think, as you think it would robin wright won for house of cards i'm
0: glad she did because she deserved it
1: and you know who i'm glad amy poehler won for parks and recreation I wow amy poehler i mean it's it wasn't a, a stellar uh category in terms of the other people that were nominated zoe de chanel lena dunham edie falco i think julia louis Dreyfus is probably the only real contender there mm-hmm. but uh but yeah really happy for amy poehler that's a hilarious show I love that um, show. And and your favorite and mine, uh, favorite of the show, Behind the Candelabra, wins yes. for best miniseries. Yes. So there you go. Uh, also, Michael Douglas for Behind the Candelabra wins for best actor in a miniseries. Wow. Look at this. It's just cleaning up. Um, mm. There you go. So there's the Golden Globes. Uh, we did not talk about it that much. We, we do need to uh, do better for the Oscars. So even though, Sweet you dude. know. We haven't seen a lot of these movies. We need to make our picks, and uh, I believe the Oscars are—I—I uh, don't believe because I have no effing clue. Uh, but I will look it up. Um, but I believe the Oscars are in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Ellen DeGeneres hosting the Oscars. Who hosted this year? the uh, the Golden Globes? Uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. I think they they're tabbed. And they I hosted- missed it. Oh, it was really funny. Yeah, oh. the parts that I watched anyway. And Tina Fey. Oh, my God. So hot. Yeah, she's pretty. Want to touch the hiney. They're both pretty. Uh, so, yeah, they are. And I think they're tabbed to host for the next few years. So Sweet. they're Oh, uh, Sunday, March the 2nd. There you go. I think Tina and Amy should host all the things. Wow. Should host all of the things. All there you of go. the things. You heard it here first. <laughs> so there's your Golden Globes recap. Love it. Forget it. We really dropped the ball so, on it. Until next year. See you next year, Golden Globes. Uh, Well, you know, speaking of Golden Globes, speaking of television, that's something, you know, at least on part that we have been consistently talking about all Mm -hmm. season. Uh, And with that, you know, we've got uh, to make some tough calls. And uh, I just pulled it out
0: of my Hulu queue.
1: Say goodbye to some shows. Uh, Almost Human. Say goodbye. Almost gone. Fully gone.
0: Gone. It's gone. I took it out.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't understand Why? It's such a good premise, and it's so poorly done. Yeah. And I don't understand why you can't spend five minutes telling me anything that's happened about that guy's backstory because I've totally forgotten everything about him now. Six, seven episodes into it, mm-hmm. uh, it's just a it's just a monster of the week story, and I don't don't need that. It Sorry.
0: is. And every week I find myself like getting halfway through and being yeah. like, uh, I'm kind of done with this. Yeah, and not enough Minka
1: Kelly to make me uh, invested. She's, so, not in She's barely even in it. Barely. Barely in it. Um, so n- not enough Minka Kelly, not enough backstory. No, 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 no. Not going to watch it anymore. Bye-bye. So uh, replaced with intelligence? Um, I don't know. I didn't hate it. So intelligence is the new CBS uh, drama with, what's his name? Josh Holloway. Josh Holloway. Sawyer. Sawyer. Short hair Sawyer, I like to call him. Uh, he's got a
0: a chip in his brain a la chuck they stole the idea directly from chuck
1: and he's got he's got one on his shoulder too as it were Mm -hmm. yeah uh, uh, a a a a metaphysical a metaphysical chip
0: i see what you did there
1: uh so yeah he's got a chip in his brain he can access the interwebs and do all crazy funky crap in his mind uh connected to the you know to the everything to the
0: the ether. Yeah. Uh, I mean I guess as somebody who Mark, watched almost Mark all Mark Helgenberger. Of Chuck, I just couldn't get into it because so I was like, this is this is Chuck. They redid Chuck. It's... Mark Helgenberger's pretty hot though. Yeah, I, I do love like Mark Helgenberger. Team Ginger. Love 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 her in
1: CSI. I and, did love uh, her in CSI. Well, the early CSI. Oh, yeah. Well, it's all early, early CSI with her and, and Grissom. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, those are those are great. And the, the black dude they killed off, which pissed me off. The dude with the like dreadlocks.
0: Uh, he, he was excellent in that show.
1: Yes, he was. I agree. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I've watched actually just finished watching this. The second episode. Not terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's better than almost human, honestly, at this point, because at least it gives me some backstory. But, uh, you know, I'll probably continue just to watch it mm-hmm. until all their stuff comes back online, you know, all these shows that... I think, And I think that's the other problem is that I really haven't found... I can't even think of a new series that I've picked up this year that I've actually really, really enjoyed. And it's kind of scary because shows are... I mean, except I, Sleepy Hollow is one that I, I really like that's new this year. I think that's mm-hmm. probably the only one. But other than that, I mean you're starting to get to the end of the line for some of my other shows justified sons of anarchy breaking bad's done. So, you know, what am I going to replace that with? Uh, it's scary. It's that it's coming down to almost human and and intelligence to be uh, those, those, uh, those spots. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. I I Um, think I'm just gonna hold off and reserve judgment on intelligence. And if it, if it turns out to be excellent, then I'll start it over. Gotcha. (laughs) Uh,
1: one show that I am now wholeheartedly into that is helping to helping to ease the pain of terrible American television. Uh <laughs> American TV does suck. And that's the Sherlocky Lock. Oh, I love it. As I like to call it. The the Sherlock Holmes. Isn't it excellent? Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. And you know how normally I feel about period pieces and uh by period pieces I mean mostly British uh television, but <laughs> anything uh, with an accent. Yeah, but this is an amazing show.
0: Amazing. I don't understand why you're not into Downton Abbey. I don't
1: know. It's just that maybe one day, but maybe I got to look, you know, I'll wait until uh, if it turns out that it's going to be a good show. I'll go back and I'll watch it. You know, if people think that it's that it's really going to turn out to be something and not just kind of this one and done show, then I'll go back and watch Downton Abbey. But, you know, I'll reserve judgment until then.
0: Let me tell you, if you had watched the season premiere of the current season, you would have opened your wrists because it was like two hours of discussing inheritance.
1: Uh, Okay, maybe one day right now. Let me start slow. Let me you know, let's not let's not open the veins (laughs) up and just let it pour in. Just dip a toe
0: in the British pool.
1: Let's just let's just do a little bit of the empire. Okay, let's (laughs) let's just let's just mainline just a teeny bit of Sherlock.
0: Oh, you would have been Uh, so unhappy with this this premiere Sherlock is so good
1: it is is witty it is smart it's funny uh it's really interesting the only downside I have to it is just the format it's just I mean an hour and a half it's hard to really watch in one sitting yeah it's kind of like three movies instead right and then it's over and then it's over uh and it's hard to really get into these characters and develop stuff in those three series before it's done I mean, I'm not, you know, I mean, this is a small complaint because it's an amazingly well done show, but I'm done with, you know, part of this, I guess the second episode of the second series. And, you know, I mean, I'm almost through everything, you know, I've got mm-hmm. one more and then there'll be, I guess, another series that I can catch up on. Um, and then, uh, and then the current one that's, I guess, premiering at some point in the next week or so. But, uh. <laughs> But, yeah, extremely well done. So that's helping ease the pain a little bit. You can watch that on Netflix. Uh, And uh, it's a very, very, very good show. Uh, Present day, modern day Sherlock using the interwebs and technology and everything. Uh, And it's the the chemistry between him and Martin Freeman uh, is just is just uh, very unique.
0: They're excellent together, aren't they?
1: They play off each other extremely well. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. So, I highly recommend the Sherlocky Lock. I like it. Uh, other TV.
0: Other TV. I sent you a thing about a possible Batman prequel. Thoughts. Yeah. T- tell me more about this. Because, to me, it kind of sounded like... I think that the article said it. It, it sounds like kind of like Gotham Babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's going to be, it's kind of like an origin story
1: for, for the young Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be, you know, it'll be able to, they own all the rights to all the characters, um, you know, because it'll, uh, I guess through 20th century Fox. So they'll be able to be able to, to go back and, and show the origin stories, not only for Bruce Wayne, but for the penguin, the Riddler, mm-hmm. uh, the commissioner, the Joker. Uh, it's, you know, they kind of said it, it's going to follow Bruce Wayne from his childhood, through his development into, into, Batman. Um, and then the final episode is like the moment he puts on the cape. So, mm-hmm. um, so the actor is going to grow up on the show and it's going to, going to show all that struggle. So I don't, I don't know, uh, exactly what they, you know, they, they definitely are, are looking, like they said, they want a more grittier tone with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I don't know. So it's, uh, interesting. It's in development. I mean, so we'll see what, what they do. They actually, it was interesting. There was, uh, a rumor out there that they had already offered the Commissioner Gordon, Gordon role to your friend, Donald Logue. Oh, God. I'm but kill then, it off right away. But then, <laughs> but then, uh, already but already, he then he quickly tweeted that no, that's not true. And I think they're looking for a younger guy, which would make sense because yeah. if they're going to have Batman in his when he's a teenager, isn't then, he in his like 40s or 50s? Oh, at least, yeah. yeah. Donald Logue is old as, old as shit. Uh, so, so yeah, so Batman, uh, TV presence, I think, um, you know, DC is really starting to ramp up that TV presence. You saw the success of arrow on WB, mm-hmm. which is a, is a really good show that I'm continuing to watch. Yeah. I've been, um, uh, I've
0: been slowly, but surely catching up.
1: It's a, it's a very good show. Even into season two, they, they actually had a, a spinoff episode, um, for, I guess a series they're going to work on for the fall, uh, for the flash. So they had a uh, a flash spinoff episode, which was kind of interesting. So we'll see where that goes. Okay. Um, and then the last thing is they're working on development of a Constantine show. God, I hope it's just as
0: good as the movie. The movie is excellent, and you shut your mouth. The, I don't have a problem with the movie per se. I have a problem with who they cast.
1: Uh, really? I mean, I don't I actually just don't think Count Reeves is that bad in that movie. I, I mean, he's not as bad as he is in other movies.
0: In Forty Seven Ronin, yeah. I
1: don't
0: want to uh, talk, about that.
1: but no, he's not bad in that. And I mean, I, I, I think mean, he's, he's better actually,
0: in Constantine than he was in Point Break.
1: True, but <laughs> what was he asked to do in Point Break? See, I mean, it's the limitation. It's not necessarily the limitations of the actor, but the limitations of the movie. You know, what what was his part written for? There, I mean, I think I think he did exactly what what Johnny Utah was supposed to be. <laughs> Right?
0: sadly you're a hundred percent
1: when you're when <laughs> you're playing off of uh Bodie miller uh you know surfer turned bank robber uh jumps out of airplanes and wears massive dead presidents uh where do you you know what do you have to really gauge your performance off of other than mediocrity <laughs> um although although patrick swayze did an excellent job in that he did uh, he was
0: actually really good in it he
1: was, he was well ahead of his time oh and uh what's his name his partner What's what the heck is his name? He's excellent in it. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yes. Before G- me, Gary
0: Busey turned Gary Busey.
1: Give me two meatball sandwiches. Two. <laughs> two meatball sandwiches. Uh yes, excellent. So Constantine. <laughs> so Constantine. Uh so we'll see what happens with that. They're looking at developing that for I think this that one's for NBC, though. NBC orders a Constantine pilot. So uh so we'll see how that goes. I mean, I think that could actually work in a uh, day-to-day setting. It's kind of reminds me of supernatural, um, yeah. CW that's still kind of going strong after nine plus seasons. Um, has it really been on that long? It's been on forever. And I, it I mean, crazy? I haven't watched, like I was mainline at pretty hardcore in the summer and I, I stopped before I went to Africa and then I came back and then I kind of got out of the, you know, fall TV came on and I kind of got out of the habit of it and it's hard to get back in. But, uh, at some point I'll, I'll probably continue to catch up on Netflix, but, uh, it reminds me a lot of that. Like, so I think on NBC, I think that's the kind of tone where it's you're fighting. you got the A story, this overarching uh, heaven versus hell. And then the B story is kind of what, you know, the shit that's happening during the week, um, you know, right. in some town or some, some demon that week or something like that. So could, could work. I, I don't know on NBC, uh, but you know, it's, it's the formats worked well in the CW. So
0: yeah, you got that going for you. I think the uh, CW knows how to do that show though.
1: They do. They know how to do a lot of that kind of supernatural esque stuff. Charmed. They've gotten pretty Um, good at it. What else they did? Charmed. They did. What other supernatural stuff that they have had it? They've got a lot. You're a big charmed fan. Oh, I love charmed. I will. I will defend charmed till till the end of days. Uh, friggin' Alyssa Milano and uh, who is the redheaded girl? Oh uh she came on later. See I'm I'm going to I'm more of a purist. I'm more of the, in, in originals. Uh she was um, the, 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 the girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm a charmed purist. Uh she came on she dated Marilyn Manson. What's her name? Well, her name she is did. her name is uh shoot, I can't think of it. I'm going to have to look it up. But um Oh, you're going to kill me here cuz I don't the know. It.
0: dozens of listeners are screaming at their
1: uh, speakers right now. But still, I'm I'm more of a purist. So wow, you you just Google charmed, and God, they're so hot. Um, <laughs> Google image search—that's <laughs> all you need to do.
0: You turn off safe but, search,
1: bro. Oh, so <laughs> uh, full cast and crew, where are you? We only got seven stars on IMDb. Like, you people are you people are crazy. Um Rose McGowan, there you go. Rose McGowan, that's right. Yeah, Team Ginger, but she she came on after Shannon Doherty left. Uh, Shannon Doherty was gone after, but she still, I mean, it still went kicking. She was on for, uh, 112 episodes. So good it her. went good. It went on for a long time. So uh, yeah, I highly recommend charmed. It was very
0: good. Right. Uh, have you ever, you ever seen it? It's pretty, I've seen it flipping through, <laughs> waiting for uh TNT to start.
1: Mm, yeah. Waiting I, for a uh, long
0: order to start on TNT. It was
1: super, it was pretty much supernatural with women. Uh, it was the same thing. That I mean, was you, that was
0: my nickname in college.
1: Wow, supernatural with women. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so there you go. There's the TV updates. There was all our news and follow up. I think. I believe right? so. Wow. There Flash you go.
0: spinoff from Arrow and Constantine.
1: Wow, that's it. Done and done. Done and uh, done. We have a, a tiny agenda. <laughs> Unless there's well, anything It's not else the you size want.
0: of the agenda. <laughs> it's how you talk about it.
1: That's how you talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Um, So that's it for news and follow-up done. Done and done. Okay. So I saw lone survivor last night. Yeah. So how was it? It was excellent. Yeah. The trailer was really good. Absolutely. Excellent. And I will be lying. If I said I didn't get a little teary at the end, it was very, very good. Now this is, it's it's based on a book, right? Based on a book and which is based on the true story Mm -hmm. um, of this group. Uh, these group of guys who went in this, on this mission in 2005 and, uh, only one came out alive
0: and he's He's the one one that wrote the book, right?
1: And he's the one that wrote the book. And there's also an excellent, um, 30 minute kind of, uh, documentary kind of preview for the behind the scenes for the movie, um, starring this guy. And he kind of gives more information on the story and about his struggles and stuff like that, uh, on HBO. It's called, uh, will of the warrior. So if you have the opportunity to, to HBO go that or watch that on HBO, I highly recommend it. it uh, it's a very powerful story. Okay. But uh, yeah, these guys, uh, these four guys tried to go in and, and it was during the, it was in Afghanistan and they were trying to take out this guy in the Taliban. And then their mission got compromised and they tried to get out and they were outnumbered uh, heavily and uh, only one guy made it out alive, barely. And uh so he just tell he tells that story. It it's very gripping and it's uh got some good actors in it. Taylor Kitsch from Friday Night Lights. Um that. Tim Riggin's. Uh John Carter from Mars. No? Nope. Not Taylor mm-hmm. Kitsch uh, Gambit from X-Men First Class. Mm-hmm. I mean not X-Men First I know First you're Class, a Gambit from, fan. from the Wolver- from the Wolverine. I'm a huge Gambit fan. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I guess you wouldn't know Taylor Kitsch then. Uh what about Ben Foster? Uh what's he been in? He was in uh, the Mechanic, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. He was also in. An, he was in an X Men movie as well. Mm. Um, and uh, let's see. Wow, he's engaged to uh, Robin Wright. Interesting. Uh, he was in Three Ten to Yuma. Nah. He was. He was in <laughs> the originals. Uh, better. He was in Robot Chicken. Uh, uh, okay. He was in My Name Is Earl. Okay. Uh. He was in The Punisher. I'm writing all
0: these down. Yeah,
1: but bet you are. Um, he was in a TV movie in 1998 called Breakfast with Einstein. Breakfast
0: with Einstein.
1: Uh, so there's Ben Foster. And oh, what's the other guy's name?
0: Uh, speaking oh, of Mark, TV movies. Mark Wahlberg is in it. I don't mean to derail you, but speaking of TV movies, did you know mm-hmm. that Sharknado is on Netflix now?
1: Oh, I mean, I, I DVR'd that immediately on Sci-Fi. So did I've you watch that. it? Oh yeah, it's terrible.
0: I I couldn't watch it. I got like five minutes in. I was like,
1: nope. No, but you ha- you can't watch it like to expect anything. Have like four drinks and then watch it. Okay. It's it's retarded. It's retarded. You need to laugh at it. You know
0: we gotta we got we gotta watch it on our on our upcoming trip.
1: Wow, that's exactly what I want to do. Is sit in a cabin in a condo it's no Snowshoe and watch Sharknado. Yep. No, it's, no, that's a date. Uh uh Mark uh Mark Wahlberg plays the lone survivor. As Marky it were. Mark. Oh, and Emile Hirsch plays uh the other okay. non yeah, lone survivor. You know Emile Hirsch, but yeah. you don't know Ben Foster. No. Hmm. Okay. I know Marky
0: Mark. He was the Yankee Clipper.
1: Yes, that's that's how you know Marky Mark. Awesome. <laughs> that's the only thing you know Marky Mark, that's Mark for.
0: That's it. That's all. The fighter. I, actually, it, the fighter's been in my queue for weeks and weeks and weeks.
1: You've never, you haven't seen the fighter? Oh my
0: gosh. I, know, I know. Watch the horror? fighter.
1: It's good.
0: I've it's free, the... right? It's in Netflix, right? Yeah.
1: It's in my oh queue. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Watch the fighter. It's good. I know. I agree with you. Uh, have you seen, let's see, what else is good?
0: Oh, you <laughs> saw, you love the other guys. Yeah, that, that's the Yankee Clipper one. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> What's the one he was in? Uh, the first shooter's good. Film, uh, uh, De- the Departed.
1: Departed, yeah, he's good in that. That yeah, was good. And the Italian job, he's excellent in the Italian job.
0: Uh, that's, that's a, a while that's a, ago,
1: though, wasn't it? That's a great movie. Yeah, two thousand three. It's a yeah. great movie, though. It still holds up. It is a good movie. Yeah, still holds up. Uh, Seth Green is hilarious in that movie. He plays the hacker who gets pissed. Who's pissed off because um, uh, his buddy stole his buddy uh, Sean, whatever the Napster guy stole his idea for Napster right, that's right. it was it's hilarious it's so it's it holds up but it's dated at the same time because they have all these nap they have all these Napster jokes and so now as like, you watch it now everyone's like what the fuck is Napster God,
0: I love a good Napster joke Oh uh, hmm. yes there any, you go. any good Winamp jokes
1: uh no as it were hmm. uh that's they a were a little light on the Winamp jokes but <laughs> I do love me some Winamp I love Winamp man that was awesome when you had oh I got I got a new skin for my Winamp <laughs> Check out my skin. This
0: one's custom. It's it's black and blue.
1: Yeah. This <laughs> Look one at this fl- custom. This one EQ. has flames coming out of it. Yeah. <laughs> winamp. Wow. Uh oh, Winamp.
0: We just I need to like
1: Something I need to get the tower out of down from the attic or my old computer and just like open it up and check out all my old winamp skins and my porn. I yeah. mean, I mean, my winning. I mean, my porno
0: winning skin.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that's man. I wonder. I bet that was not an untapped market. I bet that was a very tapped market. Oh, I'm sure it was tapped. <laughs> so, uh, so Lone, Lone Survivor, Survivor. Two thumbs up. Two
0: thumbs. Two big highly, thumbs
1: up. Highly recommend it. Very gripping story. Uh, highly recommend just reading about it. Google Lone Survivor. Uh, read about the tale. Uh, about the, about his story Marcus luttrell was the navy seal that survived i think um, was he
0: on colbert at one point when his book he was on out? a lot
1: i mean he went around he was on the today show uh-huh. uh he did a lot of stuff yeah i mean yeah. it's a i mean it was a big deal they you know he ended up like one of the guys in the outfit um they actually gave him the medal of honor wow. because he actually um so they were in a they were in a really compromised position down low. And then they had these people shooting down at them from above. And he went out from that position and got to high ground so that he could call for help. So the other guys could survive. And he obviously died as a result, wow. but, uh, yeah, he was a badass. So, and they have a CrossFit workout named after him that I actually, uh, actually didn't on Memorial day. Awesome. It's called, it's called Memorial day Murph. Cause his name was Michael Murphy.
0: And what do you and, do in uh, the Memorial day Murph-, Murph?
1: You do, uh, you run a mile, no so so you're done uh you run a mile you you run a mile no not yet wait wait for it so you run a mile and then you do in any order any order any combination uh 100 pull-ups jesus christ 200 uh push-ups and 300 squats
0: i'm just i'm just shaking my head yeah
1: so there you go and oh then you run another mile well, of course you do.
0: Of course.
1: And the and if you want to do it the hardcore way, you're supposed to do it with a 20-pound weighted vest. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, But we didn't do it without the—we did it without the vest, but yeah, you're not uh, hardcore we still did then. it. Shut up. I did it. Damn it. I, uh, I
0: would literally be dead.
1: I did it last year. I'm going to do it again this year. I've been off off the off the wagon for a couple of weeks being sick, but uh, I need to get back to it. But,
0: but yeah, I would so literally be dead.
1: Uh, <laughs> So great movie. Go see it. It sounds good. Um, I want, I do want to do something else. So you haven't seen that. Have you Another thing this week that premiered uh on
0: HBO was True Detective. Yeah. Did I you watch am. True Detective? I haven't talked about it a whole lot because I've, I th- I'm still digesting it. Okay, so you did watch it. I'm good. I did. Um I think I need to watch it again. The the, okay. the pilot. Um it was so good.
1: <laughs> okay, so you liked it. I liked it. So here, so tell me, I'm going to reserve judgment for a second. So okay. tell me what you, so, uh, I'm going to, I'll recap it for a second and then yep. you can give your opinion. So true detective, uh new show on HBO. We've talked about it a little bit when the uh, pilot or the trailer came out, uh, Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey detectives in a Louisiana town, their troop state, uh, detectives mm-hmm. and they're investigating a serial killing, uh, set in 1995, But then they they jump ahead to present day with these characters because there's another killing similar and they're trying to get some information about this old killing. So you're actually getting two stories Mm -hmm. um, from two timelines. So what did you like about it? I liked.
0: Well, I mean, the atmosphere of it was amazing. Like, it's just so dark and. uh, It just it was visually. It was brooding. It was very excellent word. Yes, it was brooding. And, um, uh, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are excellent in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that it it kind of unfolds how, who these two guys are over the course of that hour, it's really amazing. Like when you first start, like, obviously you don't know anything about these two guys. And by the end of it, like, you know, so much about these two guys and how they get along with each other and how they look at things. And it's not like, I don't know the, the, just the way it's unfolded, the way they interact. And, and then it, like you said, it jumps back and forth in the timeline, um, to kind of like give you little hints and clues about what these guys are like and what their lives are like. And it's just, you know, like when, you know he talks about uh, i don't want to spoil anything but he talks about his daughter's birthday and then later on when he's at dinner he talks about his daughter and it's just like just the way that things are brought out slowly and but yeah okay
1: can i stop you there yeah it's so slow it is slow like it's it's molasses slow like turtles without the ninja slow yeah it's like slow. Super slow, and that's the problem I had with it. Now I feel completely differently about it after I found out that it's an anthology. Yeah. So, so here's my thing. So, watching it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so slow, and it's like, this is this what I'm gonna have to deal with for five seasons? Is just this? <laughs> these slow two guys se- in a car. These two guys, exactly. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's so dark. Like it's literally. It's literally affecting. I'm gonna get three episodes myself. in and
0: start opening veins.
1: Yes, exactly. Like I literally need to schedule a doctor's appointment because <laughs> it's this is physically hurting me. But then I found out it's an anthology series, and now I'm all in. Yeah. So uh, it's gonna be, I guess, eight episodes. Uh, this this series, True, De- you know, of True Detective, is written by and directed by one guy. Uh, starring Woody and Matthew, and then I, I talk about them like we're you know old buddies, friends of the uh, show. Woody Harrelson, yeah, and exactly. Um, and then that's it. So we have eight episodes to tell the story, and then that's it. And then it'll be kind of like uh, I guess like uh, American Horror Story does, where they do a next chapter, although they're going to get different actors. Yeah, that's exactly
0: what I was thinking. They'll like
1: they'll that. tell a different story. So I'm all in on that. Like I, I could get in on this this dark, slow ass. Mofo shit, uh <laughs> for eight episodes, and then give me something else. Yeah, so I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for eight episodes. I don't, for like sixty episodes, ah, uh, there, there's a problem because Matthew McConaughey is weird as fuck.
0: He's so weird and dark and oh, not uh, and Woody Matthew and Woody
1: Harrelson is just I don't know. He's just he's funny. I mean, it's interesting. So, um, it's gonna be cool to see now that I know it's only like there's only seven episodes left. It's like wow. You know, there's a lot that has to be told. Yeah. Um so you got you got Woody's character and he's got shit going on with the, that other girl. You see he's not wearing his wedding ring in <laughs> the future. Yeah, uh, I did notice that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's uh it's interesting. So I mean, am in I'm in on the anthology. I think that's a really smart way to do it. Uh I think it's a smart way to get good actors to come and so say, yeah. Hey, let me do a eight to nine episode stint. And uh, piece the f out.
0: Yeah, tell this story. When this story's over, I'm done.
1: I'm done. And, you know, maybe I'll get a Golden Globe, I mean, or an Emmy out of it, or both. Uh, and uh, and then I'll go back to movies.
0: And I mean, obviously, we're only one episode in, but judging just purely on that one episode, if these two guys don't at least get a nomination, mm-hmm. I'd I'd be kind of shocked because the the performance just in that episode was amazing.
1: So let me ask you: Are you? Are you getting HBO now? Oh yeah, okay. Because I know we had discussions previous about Game of Thrones and how like you'd wait a year to watch Game of Thrones.
0: Oh yeah, I'm 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 all in on the on the HBO now.
1: Okay, good. I'm glad. Somebody Which I have these. to
0: say, I DVR'd it on my my uh, Comcast DVR cable box.
1: Uh huh. Top of the line. Spare no expense. Top
0: of the line. Spare no expense. It looked like garbage when I started watching it. We, Ugh. my wife and I, started watching. We got about five minutes in. We were like, "Nope, nope." Pull it up on the app, and we HBO pulled go. it up on the HBO Go app on the on the Apple TV, and it looks so much better. Very nice. It was a thousand times better. So, so there you go. <laughs> for, for, for what it's, what it's worth, worth.
1: Com- <laughs> for what it's worth, Comcast. Yeah, for the win. Thanks, Comcast. Uh, so, so good. So, this is this is my thought: is that you got seven more episodes. Uh, this will this will guide you right into Game of Thrones time
0: exactly. And we uh, we did Game, get a new Game of Thrones trailer.
1: We did. Uh, looks very good. It does. Um, I mean, I already know what's going to happen, but <laughs> you know, it's I'm excited to see it unfold over the course of I guess how many? We do, do like maybe eleven or twelve episodes. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think True Detective will be nice uh, to let this run out for through January and February, and then uh, in in March, and then uh, end of March we are. Uh, Ready for, uh, ready for Westeros.
0: I'm ready for Westeros.
1: Excellent. I think we all are. So there you go. So, mm. so there, there is some light at the end of the tunnel. There is some hope. Uh,
0: in in TV, is land. Hope in TV land,
1: there's there's hope in American television,
0: right? Yeah, you don't have to go to Downton Abbey to get good TV. Wow. Well, like you
1: said, you know, it may be good is, one day when I, you know, when they finally figure out. And then and determine if Downton Abbey is actually a viable show. Uh, maybe I'll, maybe I will uh, reassess. I think it, I uh,
0: I may be wrong. I think there might be episodes that you would like of Downton Abbey, but I think overall you'd be bored to tears. Mm, I,
1: I think you're right. I think you're right <laughs> with that. But then also, I mean, I would have thought that about Sherlock and that's what kind of, yeah, uh, that's what kind of made me kind of wait, wait, wait on Sherlock. And I finally, Sherlock is so good. I finally watched it, and I was like, wow, this is unreal. It's so good. Like, I was, like, uh these last couple days I've been watching, I had watched the second episode of series two, so it was the, the woman episode um with uh, Miss Adler. Mm. And, oh, mm. my gosh, it was, like, just roller coaster because it was, like, she's there, she's hot, she's dead, she's not. <laughs> she's back, she's here, she's dead again, she's alive, like, Oh gosh, it was, it was a roller coaster of emotions of my heart that I just couldn't take because I had a huge crush on her, but, uh, there you go. So it's all, it's all about the Sherlock. I, I highly endorse and recommend Sherlock. I agree. And I know people that listen to this podcast have been on the Sherlock, Sherlock, the Sherlock a wagon mm-hmm. for very long. And, uh, I'm just happy to have a seat now. I don't need to drive it. I don't need to drive the, the Sherlock bus, but I'm happy to, to be a passenger.
0: I think friend of the show, Katie is driving the bus. Yeah, I, I know she was a, an Katie early fan. Chesapeake. She's
1: definitely driving the the Cumberbatch fan bus. <laughs> He's a good uh, guy. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Good. Good. I'm glad I'm good, good to know that. Friend of the show. Friend of the show Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh so picks.
0: Picks. You got a pick for me. I have a pick for you. Awesome. I have a I have a pick for you that's a movie. Ooh, good cuz I have an app. Ah, sweet. Okay. Go ahead. So I have a movie for you that is available right this very moment on Netflix streaming, and okay. it, it is a no. Hang in there with me. It's a documentary. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's a documentary from 2012 called Psalm, S O M M, S O okay. M M. Yes, And I'll, I'll I'll read you the the Netflix description. From what year is this? 2012. Okay. Filmed in six countries over a two-year period, this documentary follows four sommeliers. Sommeliers, I don't know how to pronounce French. As they embark on an they're all like wine people, they're yeah,
1: like the people that pick out the wine at restaurants. Wine guys, yeah.
0: Okay. An all-consuming course of study for the prestigious and nearly impossible to pass Master Sommelier exam. These guys like are are studying to become and to take the test and become Master Sommeliers. And this thing's insane. It's like... So they're going to be master psalms? Yeah, master psalms. And it's like nearly impossible. They talked about like like 50-some people or something took it and like four passed or something. It was just ridiculous. But it's a really good documentary. It's really well done. And there's a lot of cool information about wine in it that I didn't know about. But also like it kind of goes into like how like these guys come... completely becomes their whole life like wine and and tasting and all this stuff and it's just it's just fascinating we started watching it and we just couldn't look away so okay a couple really of questions yeah. a couple of
1: questions um is there uh, are there any women
0: on this show uh they're the wives and girlfriends of the guys
1: okay um is there any sex on the show uh no okay that is a strike one yeah uh are there any fights on the show? Like people getting upset at each other about like shit that happened? Uh, do, like, do they live in a house? Is it like the real world?
0: mean, <laughs> sommeliers get, what is it? Start getting real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's
1: uh, uh when they stop getting something and start getting sommelier. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the sommelier world. Some, some uh, real world. So they so they don't live in a house together. Yeah. Okay, no. that's strike. That's uh-uh. strike two. Um, did, does anyone die? Uh, no. Okay, that's strike three. Yikes!
0: I mean, there's I just, a lot uh, of wine drink. Drink, drink So and, what? Drink, so drink. what? Where's the drama? Uh, because these guys they take the test. Okay. And it's uh, that sounds boring, but it's not. And like, uh, they talk about how they prepare for it and like do the tasting and like all the stuff they get. These guys have to know. And it's, it's really insane. And, uh, and then like you find out which guys passed and which guys failed and what are they going to do now? And Mm. I think
1: it would have been really good if they put, brought one guy in who like really didn't know jack shit about it, (laughs) But, but a ringer. Right. But, but they didn't tell the other guys that he really doesn't know anything. Um, uh, this one's a white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be hilarious because then they get so upset because, and then he still stays on the sh- like. So if they did it where. Does, does does someone get voted off every episode? <laughs> there's, there's no voting off. Oh, because then, cause they could vote, like they could be voting people out, and he would always be down in the bottom two. But the other guy would always get voted out, and then and then the dumbass guy would always come back, and they'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then they'd start second guessing themselves and be like, "Well, maybe he does know something. Maybe I need to sit down and and learn something from him." You know, it's kind of like that uh, idiot savant kind of thing.
0: You know, I, so, I
1: do think as good I, I, as this is, I think movie we're, we're on to something here. I think we're on to something. As good just, as this
0: documentary is, I think your idea would probably get better ratings.
1: Well, I think what you could do is you could, you know, how a lot of times, you know, you get like these shows that get like a shit ton of ratings and then like Breaking Bad, and then you put another show after it to kind of lead in. So people mm. will just continue to watch that show, I guess, and they feel like you can get good ratings. So you get a lead if in. we, right. So if we um, start. The evening with Enon's Enon
0: Knights. Enon Knights, right? That's the eight slot. And
1: then you lead into the the Sommelier world, or whatever we want to call it. Um, I think I think we'll be able to get a lot of because I think that the the demographic is pretty similar uh, (laughs) between the people that are going to watch the show about small the big town pharmacist moving back to his small town roots. And the people that are gonna watch uh Sommelier's fight out to be this master master Sammelier in a house together. There's a lot of crossover there. I I I see potential. And I see like if we pitch it as a like as a two thing, you know, we pitch it together as like you know, you can't have one without the other. You're like a synergy. Because, right, because I think I think initially they're gonna be drawn to uh Enon Knights and and it might take a little bit for them to get on board with this Sommelier World concept, but if we say, "Look, bitch, you can't have Enon Knights if you don't take Sommelier World," and then they're like, "Oh, then the choice has been made."
0: I do have a question. Um, which network do you think is going to pick these two up? Uh,
1: Outdoor Life. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the with the maple leaf. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it's neither outdoors nor about life, but <laughs> uh. But I, I I see I see it being on the OLN network. I'm thinking
0: either OLN or CMT.
1: Oh, good call, the CMT. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see it on CMT. Yeah, awesome, good call there. So yeah. well that's something uh, that that'll be in development in queue, if you will, uh, and we will work on that for yeah. our listeners. And hopefully uh, we'll get a couple of pilots ordered. Yeah, you know, it's always it's always good to to have ourselves. Uh, uh, you know, spread out, uh, multi invested, or uh, what, what's the word, diversified, if you diversified, will. And, yes, yeah, diversification is key to long term success. So uh, there you go. I could not uh, agree more. Excellent, excellent choice for a suggestion there. Sweet. I, I highly recommend uh, Psalm. It's good. Uh, my suggestion, and also I, I think we we had a theme tonight, and we're trying to improve the. The education and the uh, the stature of our listen our listening audience. Mm-hmm, uh, mine is an app. It is a free app. It is called Duolingo. Oh, tell me about this. It is an app where you can learn language, learn languages for free.
0: Can I learn Cantonese?
1: Uh, I don't know. I have to look. Uh, learn a new language on the go through engaging mini games that test your reading, writing, and speaking skills. Uh, with Duolingo, you can challenge yourself to achieve new high scores or compete against friends to earn badges that keep you motivated. Track your progress uh, and share your accomplishments as you master up to nine languages. Wow. Niha Indua. You could probably do. You <laughs> That's could probably why I, do, I wanted to learn Cantonese. <laughs> just to say Niha Indua? Yeah. Uh, let me, I don't know. Let me see what languages you can learn here. Uh, I was doing French. How about uh, 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 Klingon? Uh, No, I don't yeah. have Klingon. Pig Latin. Uh no. Mm. I don't know how to get to change. There we go. Uh Spanish, German, Portuguese, mm. Italian, French. Mm. Uh, and then some weird other English stuff. I guess oh English is the other ones, but they're if English if you're Italian, English if you're Spanish, English if you're Portuguese, oh, English if handy. you're French,
0: English about, uh, if you're old English.
1: Uh Yes, um, and also uh, Middle Earth uh, is on here too, Elvish. Yeah. Elvish, uh, hmm Yes, yes, all, all that's included uh, for at no charge.
0: That's excellent.
1: So I, I highly recommend it for a free app, and it's a kind of cool way to learn a new language. Um, you know, a lot of times you always think it's like, one, it's just an exhaustive process, or two, you have to spend like thousands of dollars on Rosetta Stone. But uh, there are ways to, uh, to learn another language and to diversify your mind a little bit. So there you go.
0: That sounds really nice. So
1: I recommend Duolingo. What are you the, what are you uh, learning? Uh, I'm learning how to speak French. Awesome. Niha in Douat. That's French for. This podcast is over. So if you've got nothing else, uh, I
0: how will can sign I us possibly off. Possibly top that.
1: I will sign us off with with that. So um, I hope you guys uh, Have a great day, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. For Nicholas, uh, this is Brandon, and uh, you can follow us on the Twitter as always, and I hope you enjoy the episode, and we'll be back uh, sooner rather than later, maybe later rather than sooner, Uh, but, you know, at some point, we're always there. We always come back to you. We're never gone for too long. So, that is all. Niha ha, Have a new one day.